Hello, everybody. Oh, I meant to say oi. I can't help but say hello, everybody. Well, this is podcast for me. A podcast for me. That could be a podcast for you. And um, testing this new microphone out. Testing some settings that I uh, had. So rather than call it podcast episode 10, because that would be the next in the series. I'm just going to call this SpecCast, or TestCast. Yeah, TestCast works. I'll go with that. So, you know, so you know what's up. And, um, just going to read some news real quick. We'll do a, a condensed version of this. Um, let's get into it. Hawaii activates nuclear attack warning system. So, what's happening now, December 2nd, 2017, they got that Kim Jong-un, the guy in uh, North Korea, he's uh, making these missiles that are like nuclear weapons called ICBMs, intercontinental missiles, and uh, what these do is, uh, it's like a huge missile that shoots little missiles, and they're like huge nukes on them, each one, supposed to take a continent out or something like that, so... Um, he's able to fire it within the, anywhere in America, basically. Now, the thing here is, when he first started, we were like, you know what, don't do that, we'll, we'll get you, and he keeps shooting a missile further and further away, like, he keeps testing out, don't do that test, and he just get closer and closer, and then finally he got one to the point where he's able to launch this fucking thing anywhere in the world. Now, does it make it news, or is the news blown out of proportion? It's kind of hard to tell, because the news likes to, you know, feed off your fear. But at the same time, this guy is kind of crazy. He could very well shoot that missile and kill, but it'd be the instant death of him, you know. He's surrounded. He, he's going to get killed, you know. So I don't know. It just depends. So when it says, Hawaii activates nuclear attack warning system, that's just in reaction to him being able to shoot missiles. Now I wonder if that's just a uh, is that a thing? Is it really are they overreacting? I don't know. It's tough to tell. It's too early. Before he was able to do that, I would have said no. They're overreacting. But now I don't know. I mean, they're doing this activating nukes. I mean, if he were to shoot a missile at anywhere in America or even towards our direction. It would have been insta war. And I think the reason why we haven't gone in there, killed him, and established a new government is because, like, it seems to be every time we do that, like, more evil is created. Kind of like Iraq. You know, you took out the Saddam Hussein and a bunch of little factions grew up and started, like, doing terrorist things. And we're just afraid of that. Because it's easier, I guess it's easier to take a bigger group down. And it's harder for us to take these little groups then we're doing this thing where we're trying to take off these take out these little groups in Afghanistan and Pakistan all these places and it's just not working so who's to say only time will tell who is right and who is wrong uh hmm I thought this news story was kind of funny uh nearly two dozen homes damaged or destroyed in a blaze sparked by men mimicking tv show cops yeah, this guy's goofy as fuck so I read this article and I guess this guy, um, I guess he was trying to do recreate a fire that happened 
back in the day in his backyard. So um, he, uh, I don't know how they're saying he's uh, copying cops. It looks like he's copying the History Channel, according to the article. He was uh, trying to bend metal in an attempt to, uh, to imitate the History Channel series Forged in Fire when he started a fire in his backyard, according to the police. Uh, yeah, so that guy's an idiot. He's been in some metal, uh, started some fire, winds picked up, and a bunch of houses burned. Yeah, that guy is dumb. And that's it for news in the world. There really was not much. You know. I got more just in on that Matt Lauer. I found out that, okay, so I didn't know what kind of shit he did, but this is what he did do. This is some shit I found out. He would send uh like 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 sex toys to like a coworker, a female coworker, like you know, vibrators and shit. And he would have like a note as in like, oh so I'm gonna do to you with this. He could have been joking, who knows? But I mean that's pretty intense. <laughs> I'd never give it a sex toy to anybody. And uh, to uh, tell somebody this is what I'm gonna do to you, that's straight up. That's uh that's all that's balls out right there. <sighs> Literally <laughs> And then also he created, he had this, uh, I guess he had a construction worker uh, rig up a way for him to lock his door from his desk. So what he would do was press a button underneath his desk that would lock the door. And uh, I guess he would like have a female come in, pants off, say, look at these nuts, and then lock the door behind him. That's fucking hilarious and horrific all at once. I mean, yeah, here he is, like, this sucks for the girl, by the way. But this is like, wow, man. You, I, like, you, you, you risk your career for this, you know? And penis, man. Penis problems right there. Like, oh, man, I really got to show my power. Urgh, lock the door. Imagine the construction worker who had to fix that. Why is it that you need this? <laughs> I guess. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I mean, he created a door that locks behind, um, underneath, that locks underneath his desk. I mean, that's just, who does that? <laughs> oh, man. It's hysterical, but at the same time, it is pretty bad, though, because, like, you know, women had to be subjected to that. But now he's going to get fired, and he claims that he needs $30 million, because it's kind of like a, um, like a contract thing. So, there. <laughs> uh, see here. So, I got some things I wanted to bring up. Uh, pettiness of people. And uh, so, we just got music in our work, right? And, um, you know, it's like a comment was made like, I don't think this music's appropriate while well, listening to Coldplay. This was Coldplay at the time. And um, I was thinking to myself, I was like, really? I mean, like, it's Coldplay. It's not really like, I don't think anyone's like complaining about Coldplay. And it's not even loud enough for you to hear the words. You know, it's just the background. And uh, I mean, I get I get that you want elevator music, I guess. But uh, I think I thought it was petty to bring that up at all. If you're not going to do anything, you know. And uh I noticed that some people do bring up like things that don't really need to be uh, 
brought up, but people do it anyways, uh, you know, like you forgot to dot the I and cross the T, um, you know, and yeah, breathe this way, not that way, <laughs> things like that, and <clears throat> I, I find it that if someone is petty in that way, like, you know, just basically getting worked up about nothing, but then if you bring it up, like, well, that was petty, you know, just, why would you talk about that, and da-da-da-da, doesn't that make you petty, too, because it's not really that big of a deal, but if you bring up the pettiness of another person, wouldn't that be making you petty, so I, I sum that up to pettiness begots pettiness, like, hate becomes hate, so, like, if you find yourself <clears throat> with somebody who's petty, you know, you bring it up, I guess, wouldn't that not, like, I mean, take a look at yourself, maybe you're being petty too, just bringing it up, I don't know, that's, it's, it's, it's tough, because it is an observation of some sort, but at the same time, if you bring up that observation, are you not yourself petty for bringing up an observation, since it was nothing, I don't know. All right, so Chris, which also reminds me, so December clicked in, and all of a sudden it's Christmas music on this new uh, system that we have. So it's nonstop uh, Christmas music, and um, <laughs> and I I didn't know, I didn't think about it at the time, but nonstop Christmas music for like all day. A lot of it's not that many Christmas songs. They just kind of repeat themselves over and over and over. And one song I heard was "Deck the Halls," and I thought, "What a!" After hearing it for its fifth time, I was thinking, "That's such a passive aggressive song." It's like just like the mariachi band that I was talking about earlier podcast, where the guy's just blowing his trumpet in people's ear. You got this follow la la guy. You know, deck the halls with, you know, something, something, something. Fa la 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 la. That's all I could hear. That's all I could hear. I pictured an obese Santa Claus screaming in your ear. Fa la 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 la. It's just screaming with spit, singing fa la la la. Because it didn't sound like he was really jolly. It just sounded like he wanted me to say fa la 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 right up in your ear. That's all I could hear. Like, because it's in the background. I don't hear most of the song. I hear deck the and then I hear fa la 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 la. It's so intense. It's so intense in your ear. I think that's the most passive aggressive song ever. Those are just my thoughts. You know, if you have thoughts like that, shoot me a tweet or twit <laughs> at the at podcast for me at Twitter. You know, dot com. I think I think that's how it is. I'm not too sure. And then uh, I'm also on the Facebook with the podcast for me as well. Keep blasting out there. One day someone will send me a tweet. It's too early though. I've noticed that these last podcasts, like once I since I started, I don't like them. I mean, I like them as in, you know, it's an accomplishment, but I'm starting to critique them a little bit more and more. I notice that I am not organized, but that's not you know my way. I guess I'm I guess I'm disorganized. Maybe I should call this podcast a disorganized podcast for me. But that's that's a pretty long name. It's a lot of typing. I don't know if I can handle that. Um, yeah. 
So I had to pause it just for a second because I had to recollect my thoughts. So I was, um, I was, people were in their own way. So I was uh, x-raying someone the other day and um, they had to move their foot a certain way. And it seemed like, like they were having their own trouble. I made a, several observations when checking in this patient. I said their name. I said uh, they had one of those names where it can go either way. You know, like I, this isn't our name, so I'm just going to use it. It's like you, it, it, it would be spelled Cindy, you know, and spelled funky. Cindy? No, it's Cindy. <laughs> and... And, um, like, simply, like, you can see the mistake being made. Like, it's, uh, like, I, I don't know. There's, I, it's hard to, it's hard to say and, and without writing it, you know, kind of like, you'd have to see the context of how it's written. Obviously, you know, you see a name, C-I-N-D-Y, and you go, Cindy, and then they say, no, it's Cindy, you know, <laughs> like, what, what, what the fuck, you know, you know, yeah. Oh shit, it's my phone. You knew damn well someone's gonna say your name one way. I mean, it's just the way it is. And she made a passive aggressive comment, like in the sense she goes, Well, it's actually pronounced Sindy. Ha 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 ha. You know? Meaning, I didn't like how you said the name, but I'm gonna correct you. And I thought that was kind of weird of her because I was like, Why would you? If you know damn well your name is a 50... I even said, I was like, hey, your name could have went 50-50. She goes, I know. So she even knew that her name could have gone 50-50. Either way, Cindy or Sindy or whatever. And, but she made it a point to bring it up just to be passive-aggressive about it. Meaning she wants to try to change you with her will. You know, She wants you to make sure that you know what her fucking name is. And I, I guess, to each his own. I mean, that's the battle you want to fight every day of your life with your name. So be it. But I have to tell you, you're in for a rude awakening, you know, because the world doesn't bend to your will. It just is. So if somebody says your name wrong and they constantly are doing it and obviously cause you an irritation, that's just the way it is. That's what's going to happen. You're going you're gonna to constantly be fighting that battle. And is that a battle worth fighting for? I don't think so. And you're effectively getting in your own way. You're causing your own stress. You as a person who is always fighting that battle, trying to correct someone to say your name. I get it if your name is Ted and uh, someone spelled, completely says it wrong says Hal. And like, that doesn't even sound right. <laughs> I get that. But if your name is one of those names, wonky names, that could be pronounced, you know, one way or the other. I mean, you shouldn't really get worried. You shouldn't get all bent out of shape about it. But then just with that, and she just kept going on about it, right? And I thought we were okay because we had to walk. You call the person up, you have to walk to the x-ray, whatever. It takes a bit to get to the x-ray room. So you get to the x-ray room, right? You're good. And then um, she was uh, she was trying to take her shoe off. And uh, she, she, couldn't, she couldn't really... Um, do it right like she did it in the most extreme way possible like she had some kind of a strap on her shoe and uh, she couldn't figure it out but all she had to do was like pull the strap across she couldn't really figure that out so she kind of pulled it all down she squeezed her foot out of it and I was like you just have to unloosen the velcro it's like this and then she says I got it I got it I got it she's frustrated right 
And this could be a thing in which she had a bad day. But, you know, um, if it walks like a duck, it talks like a duck. It seemed like she was just frustrated because uh, she doesn't understand things. And there's a lot of people out there that get very angry and frustrated because they don't understand things. They, they like, um, like Hispanic people, like you would check them in. And some people that were raised in America but don't speak English, uh, that happens a lot, weirdly. And um, they get real frustrated that you don't know Spanish, especially if you look like you're Hispanic. They get mad. You can see it in their eyes. It's like, why can't you understand me? You know, like, they're like, da-da-da-da, you know. Like, I, I you, know, you know bits and pieces of Spanish. But they get really upset that you don't know. They even make a comment about that, you know. I actually had a friend or a coworker, that she wasn't able to, she didn't speak as good Spanish as this other lady. She came, She comes from the deep south of Mexico, like that hardcore Spanish. And she was all like, she was very angry that she didn't understand my Spanish. Like, but you speak Spanish. And she goes, yeah, but she didn't like how I was speaking it. And I was like, God, man, that, that's got to be a terrible thing when someone's speaking your language in a country in which predominantly uh, English is the main language. I mean, I know that we don't have a national language, but most people speak English in America. That's the way it is. And to just, for once again, force in your will. Like, people just get so frustrated that you don't speak the language they want to speak. And um, I don't think that's an issue in the sense that they just had a bad day. I think that's always... There's a difference between someone having a bad day and that's just engraved in them to just be frustrated with themselves, you know, for not understanding things. And uh, these are simple problems that, that could very well be overcome. Like, you know, hey, maybe you learn English in an English country. Or, hey, take a breather. If you're having trouble undoing a strap, take a breather. This is for you people out there. I get stressed out sometimes. Just breathe in with your nose. Breathe out with your mouth. Try to do that like 10 times, but it gets slower as you're doing it. And I think you, you you will find yourself in a better place. Forget all about that. And, uh, you know, if someone's pronouncing your name wrong, I mean, if, if it looks like it could be another name, give them a pass. She even said something to the effect of her physical therapist should know her name, but she took that in a way that it didn't need to be. The word she used, she didn't know your name. One, physical therapist only knows you because you're a patient of theirs. And you're one of hundreds of their patients. Now, they may know you to some extent, but realistically speaking, if you see a person once every four months and you have a name that's kind of spelled weird, grant them that like mistake of not understanding it. She's only seen that physical therapist once, so she was pretty upset that the, that the second time <clears throat> that she's seen the physical therapist... It, it, she ugh, she didn't like uh, how that she didn't know her name, you know. And I was like, you only seen like four months ago, yeah. It's just like, and she would get mad about that, you know. And she would use these words like, she doesn't know my name. Well, yeah, I mean, she was not gonna know your name. I mean, like if you if you kick her in the knee or something like that, yeah, she'll know your name then. But uh, I mean, you shouldn't really. Uh, worry about things like that what are you there to do when you're talking to your physical therapist you're there to do the workout or the or the therapy that you need that's it and then you go your separate ways you don't need to know each other's life story 
And I mean, if if you want that, if that's a thing you need or want, maybe you should pay more money because that's how this country works. Pay more money for that better care, but you can't. So you just have to accept the reality of things. I mean, you got the physical therapist that doesn't remember your name the way you like it. So be it. But there was no malice in when, when someone says your name wrong. I mean, it's all about intent, right? They wanted to pronounce your name right. That'd be the best way, right? And then do the work that they need to do. I just wanted to do an x-ray. Let's just take a press a button. You know, I don't know. I don't know if I don't say your name right. I'm sorry. But I mean, it's not like I go out of my way. My intent was to say your name right, you know. And then and the same thing with the physical therapist, benefit out. But um, a lot of people out there can't get out of their own way. They cause their own problems, you know. And you can take that with a lot of things. I, I'm the victim of it myself, you know. I, I get angry and I don't understand things well, you know. I get frustrated. But you can't fix a problem unless you know it's there. And I think that a lot of people out there are like that. Like that woman who can't undo a strap and things like that. It's funny I had these deep thoughts as I'm doing a simple button. Like the, my interaction with with her was like what, two or three minutes, but that's really what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, man, this poor lady can't get out of her own way. You know, she just so spazzy. You know, she kept talking, just couldn't. You know, she overweight, of course. You know, that's the norm. A lot of overweight people can't understand why their knees hurt. I just don't understand that. Like if you were working out bodybuilder style and you're overweight. Uh, you have the muscle, and that's muscle, you know. It's, you're overweight, yes, but it's all muscle. That's like the ability to do things. But if you're overweight just from eating food, uh, you, that's not muscle. That's just fat. And so, I mean, your bones can only take so much, guys. I mean, that's hey, I'm, hey food for thought, everyone. Yeah, your bones hurt, you know, and you're overweight. It's, it's probably because of that. I mean, damn, you know. Damn. But a lot of people don't want to do that. They don't want to lose weight or anything like that. They, they, they say that they they, uh, they try and everything like that. But really, I mean, trying is a thing in which you're sweating every day, you know, to the point of exhaustion. And that sucks. But that's that's real trying. Like I say to myself, I'm trying. Well, not really. I mean, I can work out every day. I mean, I don't have the time, but I could find the time. I could make it. I am aware of my laziness. I do prefer doing the podcast and doing PlayStation. You know, I can work out in the morning. I just choose not to. Like to sleep just a little bit extra. Can I say? But I mean, that's reality. You know, a lot of people think they're trying, but they're not really. So uh, try a little bit harder, everybody. And notice that sometimes. It's not them. It is you. Uh, it's, a, it's a hard concept to realize that. That the problem that you face is really just you. So I checked in. Uh, not checked in. I, we do this thing where we have to uh, call patients and relay a doctor's message. Doctor said, reviews a lab. <clears throat> this is everywhere. Everywhere I've ever worked, we have to do this. Check out how they're doing. Tell them labs are normal, that kind of thing. And um, uh, so the primary goal is to, like, relay the message. So you go, you get your blood drawn, 
and doctor reviews the labs. And if it's simple as your labs are normal, and then you tell the patient, hey, your doctor says your labs are normal. If you have any questions, you know, at that point, usually you kind of want to schedule them with their doctor so they could talk to the doctor. Because what people aren't understanding is when you're talking to the doctor, you're eating up their time after they've already seen you. They got to get paid too. They're seeing other patients. So as they're talking to you, and then you're, they're talking back, and then you have another question. They're talking back. That's effectively an encounter with the doctor. So you're eating at their time. So that's like saying um, if you ate a sandwich at a Subway and you're still hungry afterwards, you don't just get more sandwich. You have to pay for more. That's, I mean, if you don't like it, that's capitalism country. I mean, this is, what, this is our health care. This is how it's governed. It, it sucks if you think that. But that's just the way it is. I mean, you have you pay for a service. So sometimes these doctors are nice and they have the time they squeeze in to talk to other patients, you know, on the phone rather than seeing them. Because when you see them, they have a scheduled slot of time. So a doctor has like an eight hour day and he has like these fifteen minute blocks plus a lunch to talk to a patient. If you didn't have that, then say he's talking to one patient and then there's another patient waiting, and he talks to you for an hour, that other patient's like, what the fuck, you know? So he's not going to see as many people. He's not helping as many people. And sometimes problems are simple. It's like, I have a cough. Okay, here's an antibiotic. Done. This took 15 minutes. And other problems take longer, like I have a cough, history of cancer. Oh, we're going to have to check out into that. You might, have, you might have cancer. Maybe that's it. Uh, these are extremes. I'm not saying that this happens, but it takes a little bit more than your simple let's get antibiotics. And in between that, he has to review review the labs of people he's seen the previous days. So doctor's pretty busy. Let let that be known. Doctors are busy. They ain't faking. I mean, there are the fakers out there, but every doctor I've ever worked with pretty fucking busy. They they, they have to see the patient and then review other patients they've already seen. And as a courtesy, I mean, if anything, to f finish up the visit, they, they, they relay a message. Your labs are normal. Your x-ray was normal. Or you have a fracture, come back in. You know, things like that. And, um, okay, that being said, uh, I mean, like, if you had a smaller office and you're paying a doctor more money, this is all different. But, like, grand scheme of things, if you were going to, like, a Kaiser or a Scripps, you go to your doctor. If they have the time, they, they call you. But most of the times, the medical assistant will call you to relate a message. It's not the medical assistant or the nurse that's telling you, I've reviewed your labs and I say it's normal. It's your doctor saying it's normal. So know that. I mean, that's a common problem with people. But they don't understand that. I, I try to explain it every once in a while when they, when they get a disconnect. Like, well, what does that mean it's normal? What do you mean my labs are normal? I feel like this. I'm like, well, maybe you should follow up with your doctor talk to them a little bit more. They get all pissy because they have to do a copay or whatever. And uh, they got to pay more money to see the doctor. Oh, what do you mean I got to see my doctor again? Well, the reason you got to see your doctor again is because um, for every question that you have, he can answer, period. And that takes time. His time is money. And that's why he gets paid the big bucks. And it's it's shitty to be like that. And I'm not a doctor. I don't, I, but I, understand. I get it, though. I mean, they got time. Man. I wish... 
Maybe they should work for free. Maybe we should change the healthcare system. But those are different things. You just have to understand the nature of things. You know, a tornado comes, get out of its way. This is just another natural event that exists within our healthcare system. A doctor reviews the labs and relays a message. And if you want more information, usually you gotta you know, talk to them a little bit more. I mean, that's just the way it is. This is behind the curtain. You know, sometimes he is able to call these patients and things like that. But that's just such a rare thing because you gotta understand he's seen hundreds of people within a week. I mean, he that's that's he he's not seeing the same hundred people. He's seeing other hundreds of people. I mean, this is a constant, never-ending thing. People are always sick. People, are, we, I, we wouldn't have a job if people were perfect. You know, and some people would need more care than others. They just do. And so. When a doctor, when a doctor's office calls you and says to you, "Hey man, you know your lab's normal. Hey man, your X-rays show that you had a fracture. Do this, this, and that." At that time, ask all the questions you have. He can then relay the message to the doctor. But if you have a lot of questions, it'd be best if you just talk to the doctor. You have options here. You know, I try to tell this to people, but people just don't understand. And ergo, an incident that happened recently. I was talking to a patient, and I told him a spiel, like, you know, you, you got this, you know, let's just say it's, uh, let's just say it's arthritis, right? Guy's like, what do you mean I got arthritis, you know? But he doesn't say that. He doesn't vocalize that. He just, he just tell him, hey, you got to do physical therapy, and then if that doesn't work, we'll follow up with us you know and that's the standard spiel that this doctor does man he just says that all the time you got this do this that's all it is you got a fracture come in you got cold antibiotic you got this arthritis is like a thing as well as physical therapy let's go from there and then there's more from there you know so i tell him the spiel that the doctor's message is this guy will not let it go he just won't let it go he's like well no, but I, okay, first you tell him the spiel, the guy's like, oh, okay, then he goes, oh, any questions? No questions, hang up. He calls back all angry, and he's mad, he's like, well, why didn't you just, why didn't you tell me more? And I'm like, well, more could I tell you? Like, arthritis, like, what is it, and this and that, I'm like, why didn't you ask these questions when I was talking to you? And he was just like, well, and then he tries to mansplain this shit to me, because he, he's a little bit, you could, you could sense the entitlement in his voice. He goes, imagine if I were you, and I told you that, like, we switch role, maybe, that you had arthritis, that's the way it is, you had to do physical therapy, how would you feel? I'm like, I go, one, I certainly didn't, like, at this point, as I'm talking to him, I know that this could be a complaint, and a little secret in the medical field, uh, if a patient makes a complaint, it's a one-way street, it's, it's almost like accusing someone of rape. Like, you know how, like, uh, you accuse somebody without evidence, like uh, Kevin Space or whatever? It was Insta. Insta, he's gone. Well, it's the same thing in the medical field. Like, um, somebody says that, you know, you, you, you were not giving them enough information or not helping them. You just worded in a certain way. He didn't say my name right. I shit game over, dude. It's literally you could get written out, period. I mean... Even as they're, even as your supervisor's talking to you, they're like, yeah, I get it. This is some stupid shit. They're still writing you. <laughs> they're effectively writing you up. So you always have to be on the lookout in the medical field. If you're in the medical field, I mean, if you don't, if you haven't realized this, as you're talking to a patient, 
this could be the end of you. You should always talk to a patient knowing that this is the end of you. So always be 100% head on the swivel. This guy, girl, transgender, you say the wrong thing, they take offense, you're done. Like, you think social justice warriors are bad? You think triggering is bad? Patients are the fucking worst in the sense of being triggered. I mean, you say their name wrong, they can make a complaint. And it will be a one-way street, you know? Shit, you could get fired. I mean, this is extreme shit, but I've seen some shit, you know? You get in trouble for nothing. And it's sad, too, because you can have an antipsychotic, a patient on antipsychotics or something like that. They had an off day, made a complaint, and it is a one-way streak. You can have patients with withdrawal symptoms from opiates, right? And they can make the, they can, they say, this patient was, okay, I'll give you an example. There was a patient who literally was cursing at this one front office lady, cursing at her. What the fuck, you bitch? Da 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 da. Nothing happened to him because he, uh, through a technicality, he wasn't getting his uh, opiates or whatever. And the people on the mountain were like, hey, this is the higher ups. They're like, hey, man, he was in pain. So he was allowed to say all that. I even stressed it. I was like, so wait, let me get this straight. He is okay to be like that and be rude because he was in pain and and um, that's okay. We reward that. And they, they literally said yes. We had another lady. She wasn't getting her pain medication. She called the front office lady a bitch. Like this is a manager. The manager had been there for fucking 30 billion years. You know, and real nice lady, super nice lady, called her a bitch to her face and then worse I, I can't i was there for the bitch moment and she still got what she wanted nothing happened no repercussions because the patient has all the power now you may be sitting there if you're listening to this and you're probably in the medical field maybe maybe who knows you may think oh yeah that doesn't happen to my pad but maybe not yet you never know all because it hasn't happened doesn't mean it won't i tell my kid all the time you know don't run in the street car hasn't hit me and go it doesn't mean it won't it'll just stop so i mean just uh words of the wise all of you you know uh, look out man so anyways i'm talking to this guy and i'm like shit this guy he is pretty upset about nothing especially like whatever what i say arthritis yeah anyways he goes uh yeah you, you didn't think to talk to the doctor or ask him questions and i i, I was like man dude it doesn't work like that. And I try to explain them behind the curtain kind of thing, like what really goes down. I go, look, the doctor makes these these messages all the time, like you have arthritis, you have, you're sick, this, that, and whatever. It's constant. And 90% of the time, 99% of the time, people just accept it. And uh, they don't ask, they ask questions and you answer them. They don't ask questions, you just accept it. That's the end of it. Never once has uh, this happened where you just hung up and then you just called back and you're angry because you should ask those questions then. And to for us to preemptively ask questions, we never have done that. That's never that's something we do. And that's not an attack on you as the patient. I'm, and let's not attack me. I'm not the guy who – it's not like I'm not asking questions. This, this is something we don't do generally. you know. And I, I was angry. At the fact that he would say that to me because I was like, I'm a very inquisitive person. 
Like, yeah, but that's not, I mean, like, I'm not going to question when I open my door, does it exist? I, I mean, I've opened my door, I walked outside. I don't question when I sleep, will I wake up the next day? Because I've done it for so long, you know? I don't question when I turn on the power to my TV, will it turn on? I don't question that. So when, you know, when you, when you say something like labs are normal, million times or you have arthritis because of therapy and that's the end of it why would why why in the world would anything be different at that point like what does arthritis what is the nature of arthritis you know like it wouldn't make sense you know it's like another level now if it was a question of uh why do, do why is this happening or something like that now that would be then a question at that point in time and we could do that and i was trying to explain that to him and I was like rubbing his tummy, basically. I'm like, hey, man, I'm sorry that you feel this way and things like that. And But this guy was very insulting to me. But I had to, like, be very super nice to this guy because this guy could just complain. That's all he wanted to do. Because he felt like he didn't get the care he was getting. And it was so irritating for someone to shit on the lower level bottom feeder, which happens a lot. It seems like. It seems like these people out there are just so entitled, man. Don't be shitting on your waiter. Don't be shitting out the Burger King like drive-thru guy. I mean, they're fucking just flipping burgers, man. <laughs> Life sucks already, you know. Now, when a medical assistant is talking to you, they're just relaying a message. When they're doing something to you, they're just doing what they're told. You know, we're if anything, you should direct your anger towards your doctor. You know, don't be mad at the tool. That's like getting mad at the car that hit you and not the person that was driving at it because i mean like i don't as a medical assistant think to myself oh you know what? i feel like giving you a solomental shot you know what let's give this guy norcos it doesn't work that way it's whatever the doctor wants pretty much we're just a an extension of the doctor if anything you know and then like a lot of people construe these things like well you're not nice enough and da -da -da -da. i mean like know this you know people come up with a rhythm of talking to people and unless they were corrected one way or another they're usually generally trying to just be nice to get off the phone man they like know this you trying to be nice to you all these medical systems are just trying to be nice it sucks though there are the bad ones so i'm not gonna lie there's some bad ma's out there that suck at life or they had a bad day or whatever. But most times, it's faster to be nice and get off the phone with you as soon as possible. You know, say the message of the doctor. If there's any questions, answer as fast as you can. And uh, just try to get off the phone, you know. Because the longer you're on the phone, the longer the chance of something going wrong. Like, you could say one word, and in your own wonky brain, you could translate it wrong. And then there's a... A problem that's existing that you didn't know you that you didn't know that was happening you know all in all i felt like this guy was cool but shit you know in the end you can only do so much when it goes to the doctor now things get pretty shitty at this point because the doctors are trying to avoid getting yelled at and all sorts of things so they'll give you pretty much whatever you want Me making the medical assistant the asshole the whole time so he's ex so he gets transferred over. The doctor can explain everything because he's the doctor. So he's talking to the doctor, and this guy's probably thinking like, "Well, that fucking guy's an idiot because he didn't explain this, this, and what have you." But 
you, you're getting that because you're thinking that the doctor was supposed to explain it to you. Or the guy was supposed to explain it to you when the doctor's actually the one who explains, who explains everything. Because he's the doctor. Yeah, he even said something like, why didn't you... Why didn't you tell me what this diagnosis means and what what does arthritis come from? And I'm like, I I am not licensed to tell you that. I am only able to tell you what the doctor's message is. And if you have a question, I'll ask him. And if, if he has a message for you, I'll tell you. But really, I'm just the middleman. My goal is to get you two talking to each other in the end. The more that you talk to each other, the less of the telephone effect happens. And I didn't want to explain the telephone effect. Because I figured he'd understand that. Because the way he was using some big words and shit. But man, this guy fucking brought the wrath on me. And tried to like. And like every time. Like I tried to work around something. He redirected it. He was like. He was like. He was out to do battle with just me. Like I was like. Yeah you know. If you just see the doctor. <laughs> like everything I said was trying to get him to talk to the doctor. And then he kept turning it into I'm an idiot. And why didn't I research more. And I'm like, I'm, I don't need to research more, guy. It's like if you eat at Burger King, you can't go to somebody and say, how come this doesn't have 22 ingredients as opposed to the 21 ingredients you gave me? You know, the fucking guy's just cooking the food. He don't fucking, he didn't, he didn't make the burger. He's just cooking it, you know. The burger's already made, you know. When you go to a fast food joint, they're not creating these burgers from scratch. They're already made, you know, and, and just like, He's just shitting on me because I'm just relaying a message from the doctor. If anything, he should have been talking to the doctor, you know? And, um, yeah. I get, like, though, if I were to say something like the doctor says, your labs are normal, and I go, your labs are abnormal. That is a direct mistake. But if you're repeating a message from your doctor, and you're getting angry at the person relaying, don't kill the messenger, folks. That's what I mean. That's, that's basically what it cuts down to. Don't kill the messenger. And that's what this guy was trying to do, effectively. But I was trying to get out of it. And, and it was a lot of, a lot of trip. Man, dude, it's like he couldn't stop calling me an idiot, you know. But he didn't use the word idiot per se. He couldn't stop it. And uh, I work in an area where the doctor backs up the patient. So that's how that works. It's, <laughs> it's like the patients are like, they're shitty to you, and the doctors are shitty to you, you know, like, that. Eh, it's not like I hate it, but that's just the way, you, you just, you're just, I'm super aware of it, like, as in, if a patient's requesting, a, like, a narcotic or something like that, I'll just send the message to him. It used to be, he, like, don't tell them, you know, they, they have to do this, this, and that, and before they can get their medication, and then you would tell them that, and they get angry, they direct their anger to you, but then the doctor would give the medication afterwards, after all that, and it would be like, hey, you know, uh, that guy's obviously the asshole because the doctor gave me my medication. If I had not even talked to that guy, I would have got my medication to begin with. But they don't know that the doctor was originally saying, hey, you got to tell him this, that, and whatever. And so, you know, to avoid this, you have to literally just be, like, aware of that. So when the patient goes, I want this, you said to the doctor doctor says this message hey do this this and that or your doctor said this and then they go well i don't think that's right da, 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 da. well you know what i'm gonna let the doctor know that and you just keep just keep shuffling it back and forth between the two of each other you know because like the more you inject yourself as a and i've seen like good employee they're real good employees like they were really trying to fight that fight they were like hey you can't you haven't seen the doctor in six years you can't get this medication i'm like you can't like i know that 
he he said that to say that to you, but if you tell the patient that, they're going to get mad at you, and he's going to give them what they want. That's going to happen. Because you got to understand, the doctor is seeing 100 people a day, 10 people a day, 50 people a day, you know, like every day. And most of these people want narcotics or whatever. And, you know, every day someone asking for narcotics, and they can be unreasonable as they want. I mean, he's going to get grinded down. He's going to give them what they want. If they want a fucking antibiotic because they sneezed yesterday, I mean, there's so many people that do that. He's going to give them what they want because it's easy. If he fights the fight and says, you know what, you don't need this antibiotic, they make a complaint, he gets in trouble, if he, and they still get what they want. So he does what most people would do, is, you know, backs down and gives them the thing. I mean, that's what people do. That's what doctors do. That's what everyone does. You can only take so much shit, you know. Same thing with Harvey Weinstein. Hey, look, I made a combination here. I know it sounds stupid, but this motherfucker was doing this hellacious shit, jacking off, trying to fuck people left and right, and and people let it happen, you know? It, it, they could have fought the fight, and then he would have destroyed them, but it only took one or two people to be brave to do it, and then look at him. Now he's down, but he's been doing it for years. So, I mean, what did bravery get you, you know? I mean, finally he's taken down. But if someone had taken him down earlier, then it wouldn't have been a thing. Same thing with these doctors, man. They get it. They're going to give you what they can't stand for anything. They can't. They're getting grinded down. And they're not famous enough. I'm pretty confident, though, if you had a famous doctor and he prescribed something like like normal, like normal amount of Norco, and they died you know, then shit would change, just kind of like Michael Jackson's uh, doctor, Conrad, I think, uh, he was doing some stupid shit, and his philosophy of thought was, hey, man, if I don't do it, someone else will, and I'll get in trouble if I don't, and uh, now he killed the guy, I mean, and that's because he was famous, these doctors, there's a billion of them out there, not billion, I'm already exaggerating, there's a lot of doctors out there getting grinded down by patients, you know, like, hey, I need Norco, I stub my toe, you know, like hundreds of them, and then eventually, and then they're complaining about these people. You can tell by the ratings, you know, like the angry reviews. You, you can see opiate rage in some of these Yelp angry reviews. This guy didn't give me my pain medication. I've been on it for years. Ergo, there you go. That's your problem right there. You know, he didn't give you your opiates, and now you're pissed. So he made an angry review. Well, these fucking doctors fear that shit. They're afraid of that. They're afraid of. They're afraid of a lawsuit. This is terrible. So they have to. They give in. They just give in. In the end, they're gonna give in. That's why I always uh, like like if you're aware of that and you're the MA or nurse or whatever, when you argue with the patient, you're already in the wrong. You've already lost the battle. Don't argue. Just try to relay it back to the doctor and the doc and, the, and just have them have those two people talk, the doctor and the patient, and try to take yourself out. I've noticed that as as I've been doing this for many years, and they keep um, they keep. Uh, trying to put more onto us, like make us do more, in the, in that sense, like you know, ch check if there's people are smoking, check if they're, and that's like less and less of what the doctor, you know, the doctor's supposed to do that, but they push it on us, ask them if they're smoking. It's pretty evasive for some medical system to ask if they're fucking doing drugs or whatever. I mean, that's something doctors should ask, but hey, that's the way it is, and. uh 
they're trying like less time with the doctor, more time with the MA or the nurse. When in reality, it really should just be more time with the doctor. And that's just the money thing. They they figure if the doctor can just see like ten people, that's like you know, more money, you know, as opposed to and just leave the MAs there, you know, to make make the patient think that they're getting the quality care that they are. I don't know. I really got to let go of this guy calling me an idiot. He even asked me how long I had been doing it, too. Like, I, how long have you been doing this? You obviously sound like an idiot. Ugh, title. It really burned my goat. <sighs> Anyways, enough of that. Let's talk about something else. You know what? I was going to say this is test cast, but the rate I'm going, I'm going to call this podcast number 10, even though I didn't do that much news. Uh, people are going away. Children teaching lessons. Yeah, I was teaching my kid about um being selfish. Um, I was uh watching some TV and he was eating food. Now the thing is, he was eating cereal. He couldn't like eat cereal around the uh, TV because he'd spill it. He's a real messy kid, you know. He's young. That's the way it is. So the mom was like, "Hey, you know." chill over there he wanted to watch the tv so he did this thing where he wanted to uh stop eating you know i'm full so he sat over by the couch i knew i knew what he was doing so i was like hey man you can't watch tv until you're done with that food and he's all like Ugh. and then he throws a fit and he's all mad and i was trying to explain to him i'm like hey look son i, I guess i guess he's sad he's super sad so i'm real monotone when i talk to my kid I try not to raise my voice or anything i'm 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 a little agitated myself, though. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I was like, really, over some food. You're lucky to have food. I go, hey, look, you gotta eat your food, and I have to enforce that. You know, I mean, you only had a little bit of food left. I mean, you could have gone that extra step and finished a little bit of milk that you had left, but you didn't, and you wanted. You you said you're full, and so you watched TV. So rather than finish the task, you gave up. And and just to have some fun, you know, watch the TV. And he's like, "It's not fair that you have fun. I, I, what about my fun and things like that?" And I'm like, "Well, okay, Seth. At this time, I was telling my kid, I was like, look, you know, at this time, you're you're being selfish. You had a job to do, and that's finish your cereal. Now your job's over. It's time to have some fun. But you didn't do that. In fact, you didn't finish the job, and now, now you want to impose your will. You want other people to not have fun. You know, like, I, I can't watch TV because you didn't finish your food. You know, that's what you're doing. He doesn't understand that. It's too too big of a concept for him. But that's what kids are, man. They're selfish. They don't know it, but they, but they, they, they get selfish sometimes, and I think they just grow up. And if you don't teach them, that what selfishness is at an early age, that will just become a cancer unto itself. When another group of people are having fun and you're not, it's selfish for you to be like, they shouldn't have fun either. I mean, if everyone thought that way, no one would have fun. If everyone thought you should have fun, then everyone would have fun. That's the perfect world, really. You really should do more for others than for yourself. Because if everyone did that, it'd be great, you know. Who wants to just give yourself fun? If everyone's giving each other fun, that'd be great, you know. I mean, that that's in every, all aspects, you know. I, I was thinking to myself, you know, like uh, selfishness and everything else. 
all kind of bleeds into each other, you know. If you're hanging out with your friends, your friends are having more fun than you, it'd be shitty for you to be party pooper guy, you know. Man, everyone else is having fun. I mean, you have to identify that's how you're feeling, and that's how you can overcome it, you know. And I was trying to teach them these thoughts. I wasn't saying all these words. I was just like, you know, all because I was watching TV. He goes, but you weren't finishing your... And I'm like, I work for a living, bro. And I clean this fucking place. And I help you with reading and everything like that, you know. So, like, forgive me on the weekend if I'm watching TV, you know. That's me having fun, you know. Your job was just to finish your breakfast. That's all you had to do. And... um you know, he doesn't understand that kind of thing. And I hope, I hope that he, in time he'll learn. And he was pretty pouty about it. He didn't get what I wanted, you know. And, uh, I mean, he thinks that because other people are having fun, he should be having fun. But it doesn't really work that way, you know. If if the kids are having fun clapping your hands and you're not having fun clapping your hands, you shouldn't stop the children to clap their hands. That's something else he did before. The kids were doing something, uh and he wasn't having fun doing it. It was tag. That's what it was. He didn't like playing tag because he wasn't as fast as those other kids. I get that. You know, you have to have a loser and a winner to have fun. And uh, so he didn't want those kids to play tag. And I was like, Seth, uh, I pulled him aside. I'm all like, hey, man, kids don't like that. You can't be telling kids what to do. But they're playing tag and they shouldn't because I'm not having fun. I'm like, that's selfish, Seth. They were having fun playing tag. You know, you can try to have fun with them, but if not... Don't play tag with them then. I mean, but don't tell somebody to stop doing something because you weren't liking it. And I see this a lot in a lot of people. A lot of people are control freaks in that way. They want to control you. They want you to not do something because they don't have fun doing that one particular thing. You know, like, like say you like playing video games. Oh, yeah, you should play video games. You know, like, I mean, hey, fuck, if you like fishing, I'm not going to stop you from fishing. I'm not going to stop you from playing basketball. Play your basketball, you know. And if you're a comedian and you're saying comedian things and I don't like it, I'm not going to stop you, you know. If you're acting in a movie in which I think sucks, like Transformers, I think sucks. But I'm not going to be like, Mark Wahlberg, stop making these movies. I mean, just stop watching it, really. I mean, that's really what you should do. They're having fun. People are just selfish nowadays, you know, in that in that respect. Um, and they don't realize, and I think it starts at an early age. So know this: if you ever catch me talking to you, I think to you, I think to myself, this person was a baby, and you grew up to this. Now let's see what the, what the result of that is. And as I'm talking to you, you sound like an idiot. Well, that's the result of it. You sound like an intelligent person, you know. You know what though. I have to say, let me go back on this other uh, subject of the of this entitled guy who didn't like his uh, lab results or whatever. He was inquisitive, and that is an aspect that's dangerous and awesome at the same time. I mean, most people aren't that inquisitive. Most people, they receive a result they don't understand and just go with it. <laughs> and uh, he was the one that was inquisitive. I give him that. You know, it's dangerous though because. You, you, you question the wrong things, you know. Don't question the person. Question your doctor to the one person. I mean, he's almost there to a fully formed warrior of intelligence, I would say. But not all the way. You know, you redirect your anger somewhere else, you know. You know it's good to question everything. That's cool. But 
don't go too far with it, you know, don't question opening a door, you know, your, your brain can solve bigger problems, it doesn't need those problems, like, if I close my eyes, does the world disappear, no, it doesn't, idiot, you, it, you blink all the time, you know, there's people out there like that, but yeah, I mean, people are very selfish nowadays, I have to say, this is what needs to go down for a better person, don't be so selfish, and be inquisitive. And don't shit on the lower level bottom feeder. Tip your fucking waiters. You know? Don't don't like uh don't shit on a person flipping a burger. Don't shit on a person doing being the janitor. See that a lot too. People shit on janitors. Some janitors do suck though. But not the majority, you know. There's a big majority of things that exist as truth, you know, like um, in this day and age, I guess most in San Diego, most janitors are Mexican. That's a majority. That doesn't mean they're all like that. That is a majority. That's a reality of a majority. So some things people refuse. When you go to a Home Depot, you got a bunch of people hanging out there looking for jobs. I mean, that's a thing. That's real. Well, in San Diego, you know, uh, realities and mm, some people are just selfish and it, it's more of a they can't get out of their own way sometimes too i think you know if they were just taught these things but then again what is teaching somebody that they don't want to learn you know in the end i mean it's up to the person to just come up with shit you know like listen to what you know they had to do okay so all right i gotta go I'm going to turn this off, but if you want to reach me, I'm at the Twitter, at the podcast for me, and the Facebook are the same, and uh, everyone, just try to be the better you. Try to be a better person than you were yesterday. Let that be your infinite growth, and without further ado, uh, I don't want everyone to stay frosty. Look out. Head on a swivel. All that good stuff. I'm out.